Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program. Merry Christmas. I've got my Christmas shirt on. Um, listen, um, I'm so excited. I love this time of the year. We've got our tree up. Man, we're just so, so excited for the message and the meaning of this year. And I just, I'm thankful to the Lord that He so saw fit. To, to sovereignly enter into our timelines and, and awaken us to the reality that we need rescue and that he saw fit to seek and to save those who were lost. And so um, today what I'm going to do is we're going to have a special podcast uh, with my friends Jeff Juan and Zach Costello. They are in the process of putting the Psalms to music, starting at Psalm 1, and they're just going straight through. Um, They've got two that have been released. They're working on the third right now, and it's just taking the scriptures and connecting it with music and and hoping that people will find um, inspiration, uh, encouragement, challenge, um, just th- all the things that the word of God will will bring on our lives, even conviction. Um, I- I've seen them play live once at uh, a men's retreat and they did fantastic and I really enjoyed it. And so I-, I wanted to just have them on the podcast and talk about the power of the Psalms set to music. So I pray that this conversation um, encourages you and blesses you this week. Welcome to the Northfield Nation, Mr. Jeff Juan and Zach Costello. How are you guys doing? Awesome. It's fantastic. Or just peachy, if you will. Just doing peachy. Well. Great. Do you hear any noise? Hey, there's, there's a kid there's, back there. There's, there's, there's Austin right there. Did you see people occasionally in this video? It's we're, we're still, we're almost done with the home reno, but uh, it's we're, we're giving you real life here on the Northfield podcast. So. But uh, why we're here today, we are, uh, I'm, I, we're, this interview is going to be for um, Jeff Juan. Jeff Juan, you have a new venture that you're in and you've, you've involved Zach Costello, which little, little history. I've known Zach and Jeff for many, many years and they're dear brothers in Christ, um, been, been involved with, um, with the church, with, with music, both of them musically inclined. Um, we've actually done, all three of us have done music together in some fashion or form um, for several years. So yeah, don't say uh, how many. I, well, I'll be revealing ages here. Do you see, do you see the gray in the beard? No, I still don't have any. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you and you and Zach both have got just epic beards with no gray. I But I, I won't take my hat off. Oh no, there's on. there's definitely gray. It's just <laughs> it's just too big to see them. Right. You know? I mean you'll, you'll see a white one pop out every once in a while. It's they're in there. They're in there. You get yeah. that. I, I get like the platinum white weird. It's it's like Gandalf hair is coming in. Perfect. <laughs> That's what you want is Gandalf hair. That's fantastic. Amen. What uh, so Zach or uh, Jeff, what uh What's going on with you in the Psalms? So the Psalms, BibleAndSword.com, um, we're just doing the Psalms starting at number one and hopefully going all the way to 150, or if you uh, have your Apocrypha handy, all the way to 155 or so. Uh, so you can go to BibleAndSword.com. There's the logo. If you see that, you, you got Zach's likeness there on the right and mine on the left. Uh, so <laughs> if you see that logo 
know, I, I see right it. Place. I see it. <laughs> That's awesome. I had no idea I was going to be a part of a logo. Yeah. Do you get any royalties off that, brother? All the royalties. <laughs> so what what made you decide to, to jump in and, and want to um, to do this venture, Jeff? You know, I wish it was like some uh, inspiring story. But really, I was like, you know, I, I think the Psalms could be done to blues. That was the original thing. There was a lot of three, four going on. I think I could do that to the blues. And then uh, it just progressed from there. Um, I started, you know, I saw more importance in it. You know, I've uh, been on this journey and discovering just deeper Christianity. I feel everything we do here matters, you know, on the other side. Absolutely. So it feels more meaningful. And, uh, you know, I want to look back someday and as you like to say, sometimes, what is it a million years from now? Am I, is that going to matter? It's going to matter. So I I want to do things that matter. And and I didn't even, you know, it's kind of cool that a lot of people are getting into the Psalms now, you know, like Brian Savay, uh, he's huge right now. I didn't even know who the guy was when I started with Psalms. So it's almost like this this crescendo kind of happened and people just getting into very rich theological music and you can't get more rich and theological than the Psalms. I mean, Amen. No, I, right. I, I can't disagree. Well, I agree. It's, it's been like uh it really has been an explosion with people like uh I think of Matt Boswell and Matt Papa, you know, this, otherwise everybody named Matt, but um <laughs> th- these guys who are, I don't know that they've done a lot of psalms, maybe just a couple here and there, but these guys are like modern hymn writers. I mean, they're writing wonderfully, theologically rich hymns, and then you have people like the Gettys that have been around for a long time who are doing both rich hymns and psalms, and so Brian Sauvey comes on the scene and others like him, and um, it's it's really neat to be a part of that. Like Jeff said, it it matters you know, and you can't get better than the inspired words of scripture right out of the Psalms. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that at all. I mean, I, I know that all three of us are, are Bible guys. We're, we're sola scriptura guys, and, and we there's no other authoritative book that has such meaning in a Christian's life, at least it should anyways. And and for us to sing those, I mean, the Psalms were were meant to be sung. And that you guys are putting music to that, man. I just, I love that you guys are doing that. And, and it, it, they sound great. Uh, I got to hear them. Not only have I heard them online, but I've actually heard them live uh, once when we did that. I was at that men's event you guys played at and it was fantastic. Loved it. Uh, easy to I sing appreciate to. That. Yeah. Easy to sing to and enjoyed, enjoyed worshiping with you brothers at that, that men's retreat. And my my hope is with the guys like Brian Survey and you guys putting this stuff out there that there's going to be a revival of of strong um, theology, strong theological songs that that don't put the uh, person on display as the per, or as the entity to be worshipped, but rather uh, Christ to be worshipped. So, so talk about that for just a minute. What do you what do you, what do you guys think um, in terms of how how the church has sort of kind of shifted we everybody is i mean i think maybe there's a, a movement away from the hillsong stuff but man everybody's still if you if you put anything on social media that says hey hillsong's not good 
there are people that are ready to just jump on you and try to rip you apart for wanting to love the Hillsong or that you, that you don't love Hillsong and that they just have this connection to and desire to want to love Hillsong and Bethel and things like that. Why do you think that is? Mm, that's interesting. I mean, these I can, two, they would talk can, about, uh, Oh, sorry, Zach. I'll just, I'll just make one comment and then let you take it. But, uh, they used to talk about songs that are vertical and songs that are horizontal. You know, our vertical songs are are to God and our horizontal ones are to each other. And I don't know, maybe that was the start of something that was maybe too soft. I mean, the purpose of a worship service is, is we're worshiping God. You know, we have plenty of time for horizontal activity in the church, but when we're in our service, you know, it's his glory on display. We are worshiping him. It's it's to give him his deserved weight and glory. So I don't know if uh, that was a root of it. And to me, it feels like people are actually choosing sides in this thing, kind of like you're talking about. You got people that are going heavy theology, like it, the words matter. And then you got people who are still on the heavy feel side. And I could be wrong. It's just anecdotal. But it doesn't feel like there's as many in the middle as there used to be. It feels like there's people choosing sides. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that statement at all. And I, I feel like there is a people that, are, but maybe that's the sh, like a pivotal thing that's happening and not just music and not just in theology, but even politically, I mean, everybody's taking sides. And I, I think that, you know, this is where I go back to, I believe that there is a battle that that is being waged for our hearts and for our minds and for our very souls. And so um, I, I don't know, man, it, it's, it's, frustrating to me because I see certain things in culture and I see certain things in the church and I'm, and I, and I look at it, everything through the scriptures. And if it doesn't line up, I immediately, I'm like, okay, there has to be something that is corrected here. And then there's so many people on the other side that they're like, Oh, that's, that's silly. You're being, don't be theological. Don't think that you're overthinking it. And I'm just, I'm very concerned that there's going to be so many of us going to get to the end of the day when we stand before the God of the universe, not just a God, but the God of the universe. And we're going to have to give an account. And that to me is uh, concerning. I agree with everything Jeff said wholeheartedly, and I'll, I'll take it a step further. Um, as an anecdotal reference, Jeff gave anecdotes as well. So mine is that I didn't grow up with any Psalms ever. Um, that just wasn't normal. Um, and like Jeff said, Paul is explicit, you know, sing Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And if you spend any time in church history at all, you know, people were singing the Psalms for centuries upon centuries. And so this used to be normal. Well, unfortunately, the only psalms i was exposed to when i was younger were ones that were sung by hillsong and a lot of people don't know that shockingly they used to sing song uh, songs that were laced with a lot of lyrics from the psalms directly i'm thinking of someone like darlene check for instance a lot of her songs were like that but unfortunately you know as well as i do that she was just as steeped in all of that false theology that comes out of hillsong as the rest of them she just happened to write some songs that you know borrowed some lyrics from the psalms and i'm thankful for that there's a lot of a lot worse lyrics she could have used but 
that just as an anecdotal reference to what I grew up with, I never knew that you could sing the Psalms. No one had ever exposed me to that, you know, but if I could sound a little post mill for a direction, I really, um, to add to what Jeff said, I think things are really swinging back in the other direction. Now, I think number one, the sheep are being separated from the goats more. There are more and more people leaving the, um, what we call big Eva mega churches, you know, everybody uses that terminology. I call them evangelifish churches. Um, I think people want something more. Um, those churches, I pray and hope, and I think they really are shrinking. I've seen some examples of that even here locally, where churches that um, churches of that style that used to have three services or four, now they only have two. That's kind of interesting, and it makes me happy, honestly, because where are those people going? I, I hope they're going somewhere solid, but I think God is separating the sheep from the goats. I think he's calling his true sheep out, and those who are actually wanting profound, deeply theological, and rich music that feeds their souls, they're going to end up at um, at theologically sound churches um, that are reformed in doctrine, that are confessional, and that desire those things as well. They want to be fed, and um, God doesn't let his sheep starve, is what I always say. So. Amen. I, amen. Amen. I mean, that's that's absolutely right. I mean, I think of John where it tells us that uh, he, he, he knows his sheep and he takes care of his sheep. And, and it's, it's, not, it's not by any accident uh, that that is the case. And so, well, uh, in terms of, go back to the, to the, to the album, um, what number are you on right now? We have two released. Uh, there's a lot of them we've done work on. It's possible especially since it's going to rain for the next five days this psalms psalm three is released by the end of the year so that's a possibility but it'll be out soon uh, either the end of the year beginning of january and then four and five we've got a lot of work on that and hopefully uh we can ramp it up next year and get a lot more out so people might be wondering if they say well jeff you're the one putting this together why is zach on the podcast zach's on the album as well correct yeah he's uh He's the real vocalist. <laughs> I'm kind of the hack. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He's like, oh, that's C minor. Uh, that makes it difficult for harmonies. I'm like, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll hear me in the background. I, I do, you know, lots of different, uh, you know, we do, anytime you're doing recordings, there's layerings of multiple voices on top of each other. So I'm going to be doing um, background vocals with various harmonies and jumping the octave dropping the octave just whatever's needed um and it, it is super fun i love it and enjoy it and it's always it's never just like a recording session you know it's it's worshipful as well you know i was just last night when we were looking at psalm 3 it's really enjoyable for me to while i'm singing be ingesting these lyrics and and knowing like this is the word of god and it's really edifying and it's it's uh, fun at the same time. Oh, absolutely! Uh, you, you, as you, as you're singing these, you're—I mean—you're memorizing and meditating on those words because when you're, you know, when you're 
either singing at a church or if you're at an event that someone's asked you to come play at, you are you memorize and get these words down, not just in your mind, but they go down into your heart and that comes out into your life. And then, so you've got Psalms 1, Psalms 2, Psalms, all these different Psalms memorized in essence, and you can sing these things out and just, I yeah. mean, well, those things, they, it comes back to memory so much easier because of putting it to song. Um, I, I was never a person that memorized Psalms, but there's so much memorization worthy material throughout the entire Psalms and the whole Bible, of course, but the Psalms specifically are just full of edification and encouragement, sound doctrine. I mean, it, it's just full of it. And so you put that to song, all of a sudden it gets in your mind. And I think later uh, somebody mentioned some particular verse or whatever. I, I can't remember where that was. I'm like, oh, I know where that, that's Psalm 5. I know that because, uh, you know, Brian Sobey just did, or somebody's like, what's that psalm that's about praise? And it says this and this. And I'm like, oh, that's Psalm 100. Yeah, I remember that because hearing people's songs like, Brian Sauvé and others, it, it really does just cause your brain to memorize them um, and it, it sticks with you. There's a reason when you teach children, you put a lot of educational material to music. I think there's something uh, God ordained in that. I find that funny that you you mentioned that because I was that was my my next thought process in coming into this and talking about um, uh, Deuteronomy chapter six. I've got my scriptures here in front of me deuteronomy chapter six tells us that that we should be uh when it comes to education that, that we meditate on these things and and we're we lay them before our children on a regular basis and one of the easiest ways that that we can memorize things is through music i mean it's funny because if i if i rattle off some beginning of a song lyric so many people can just jump right in and sing the whole thing because music is easy to memorize things too so i think that's another reason why we see that this is a thing in in the scriptures that they memorized um things by by singing these things out and it just it sticks with you even years later um when it comes to um um when i was in first grade we did a thing and it uh Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and it had this, and you can memorize the, 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 uh, I remember that song. Yeah. You can remember, yeah. you can memorize how, <laughs> how, how the, uh, the books of the Bible in the new Testament. So it was one of those things you could memorize and, and, and just, just jump right into. So. Well, and I think the other thing that's interesting, and I just thought of this <clears throat> was, is that when people sing the Psalms, um, and they re recognize, I mean, I hope they do, if they claim to be Christians, they're like, okay, this is from the Bible itself. This is the authoritative word of God. Um, to make reference back to the American Big Eva megachurch again. Sure. They may ne have never heard that before. They may have never read the Psalms. And they're going to hear things through those Psalms about God, who he is, his character, his nature, that they've never heard before. They're gonna be like, Psalm two, what, what God breaks the teeth of the wicked. He he breaks their jaws, he shatters nations, he brings them up and he brings them down. What in the world? I haven't been told about this God in church. And 
And I pray that that causes them to dig deeper and be like, well, what else am I missing? What else do I not know? You know, so song has, uh, it has that potential as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, it, it's, I find it interesting that, that when you do, you, there's, there's so much vivid imagery in the Psalms and there's, uh, there's a lot of, ins- like some, some vivid warnings to, to, to the, to the nation and it has application to us. And so we, we, we see these things in the text and a lot of people say, Oh, that's just a Psalm. And that was just, yeah, it's easy to pass over. You say, uh, no, this is not something that, that we can just pass over. This is something we need to serious and, and take serious um, and, and meditate on these things. And as we meditate on yeah, there's a reason the apostles quoted from the Psalms often. Yeah. That's also why it's uh, important to, you know, put the whole psalm out there. Don't take the parts that sound nice, you know, or rhyme well. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the song you said is based on Psalm 2. And we used to sing that song all the time. But when you actually dig into Psalm 2, you're like, I think I think that one misses the point. I think it, uh, the it makes it about there. us. Right. And if you actually read the psalm, well, that's not about us. That's about oh, Christ. That's about, you know, his in, inheritance. Of, of all the nations what well, and i think that's exactly what we do in you know we, you guys have used the word big eva several times in in worship growing up in the 90s growing up in the mid 2000s everything was all about it was an inward um glorification of self and when you start to look at the text the scriptures are not about you the scriptures are about god they're about jesus now, is there application for our lives? You know, the scripture says, husbands, love your wives and wives submit to your husbands. Now, there's application there. But the, at the end of that text, what is that scripture actually about? It's about Christ and his church. It's really not about husbands and wives. There's an application for husbands and wives in there. But the idea is about Christ and the church. And so when we try to make us the center of the scriptures, the scriptures are going to fall flat and not going to be what they should be in our lives. And when we start to look at them and say, okay, this is about Jesus. And this is about his rule and his authority, and his sovereignty. Then we start to look at everything a little bit differently. So you get your scripture, right. And you're going to get your songs, right. You're going to get your worship, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, it's, is it God centered or me centered? You know, are your lyrics saying things like he thought of me above all, or do they say something like a mighty fortress is our God and bring down the nations he will and rise up, raise up righteousness he will, you know, and consuming fire, the sovereign ruler, king he is, you know, I'm just pulling things out of the air. But you, know, you get the idea if, if it's not proclaiming who God is and what he's done what he's doing and what he's going to do um i don't know what you're singing amen amen so okay if people are interested in downloading the the content uh, getting a hold of this information getting a hold of the songs getting a hold of you and maybe they want you to come uh play at a conference or a, a men's event or you know church service how do they how does that happen well, the first place would be bibleandsword.com. You can find all the music there, but you can also find links to all the streaming. We're everywhere. I mean, just like everybody else these days. And uh, we will soon. We'll have uh, chord charts up there if you want to do the Psalms yourself, you know, in, in our style. 
and uh, our contact forms on there. We're also on social media, just Instagram and Facebook. If uh, if you enjoy the memes, come join us on Instagram and Facebook. Listen, if you guys have not seen the memes, the memes are glorious. And they are they are hilarious, and they are just they are perfectly funny. Um, they hit hit its cultural issues very very poignantly and and poetically. So I would encourage you to go check out their Instagram page, click the follow button, and and enjoy the content. I think you're I think you're gonna love it. Out the uh, angry keyboard warriors, that's for sure. Oh my goodness, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, hey, um, Jeff, uh, as we as we wind down on this, would you um, dismiss us in prayer? Oh sure, I'd love to. Uh, Father God, thank you for this opportunity with brothers to discuss your glory, the importance of your glory and worship, and I pray that it encourages and edifies others that others will do the same and um, they'll join join this call to uh, pursue proper uh, study of scripture proper worship and and just pursue you in all things and, and understand what is ultimately important what ultimately matters it's in christ's name i ask and pray amen Thank you guys so much for being here and being a part of the program. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, brother.